0: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa Welcome to Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. You've just tuned in. I'm Taslima Ali and I'm with you until 4 pm today, alhamdulillah. Well, on Kalbun salim, we're starting with the madrasa on air. And our special guest for this month of Ramadan, of course, is Molina Muhammad Ismail Tofi, the assistant imam of Masjid al Sabr. Assalamu alaikum, Molina.
1: Wa alaikum, assalam wa wa barakatuh.
0: So, Molina, we're continuing today with Surataha.
1: Yes, definitely. Yes, inshallah. And just um, to
0: prove that I was listening yesterday, yes, okay. Malina okay. told us that it was Surataha that. Um, that say Umar had read that made him decide to take Shahada.
1: Subhanallah. Ah, no, you're I've got a star. I've got a star for yes, that. <laughs> yes, <first> <laughs> <prize>. <laughs> so, Alhamdulillah.
0: So so, what are we focusing today on in um, Surah Daha?
1: we we, we're carrying on with the story of uh, an extra fig, we're starting with um, the story of Nabi Musa. Um, so hopefully, inshallah, we'll be getting into the story of Nabi Musa today, inshallah.
0: Inshallah.
1: In the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala presents it. Allahu Akbar. You know, it's, a, it's Qur'an is truly amazing. Mm. You know, um, not only the English part of it, but once a person understands the Arabic, and you just, you know, read what the Mufassirun, those who explain the Qur'an, what how they analyze every ayah you know every word how they do it subhanallah is just amazing you know so uh, yes uh, yesterday we 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 started with uh, surah At-Tahar. We explained a few things about Surah Taha, and if we just recap quickly, uh, we explained the word what you know what what, what do the Mufassirun the those who explain the word Taha what does it mean or rather what do they explain around this word? Also, we explained the second verse and I think the third verse. So today, inshallah, we'll be carrying on. We won't be doing a ayah by ayah translation, but, uh, you know, mostly take out those verses where, you know, um, it's enlightening to me. And, you know, I would share it with the the people at home, inshallah. I do apologize to all the ulama listening. I know I'm doing a horrible job, um, but I hope they forgive me. Um, and inshallah i'm just trying here as a humble servant of allah subhanahu to give some understanding of the quran inshallah so um a few weeks ago at the place where i'm teaching in prison prison so one person came to me and he told me that, um, you know, there's a, a thing that Ahmad Dida did, mm-hmm. you know, back in the days where he wanted to explain to the non-Muslims, specifically the Christians, um, what is the, posi- the position of, of, of Muslims when it comes to the personality Jesus.
0: I watched this video. I watched he, it online. Yes,
1: yes, yes. So so, so, what he would do is he would tell them all the, you know, what Muslims believe when it comes to Jesus, etc., yes. etc. Et yes. Although we don't believe that he's Allah. God himself yeah. um, but one of the things that he would mention is that do you know that the the name of Jesus, Nabi Isa alayhi salam, comes 25 times more in the Quran than Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa you know so he, just to indicate to the people that we don't dislike Jesus, Nabi Isa we love him, he has a very, play, a very good place in the hearts of the Muslims we even give our children his names etc. So one person, what I've discovered is that some people from the non-Muslims, what they do is, um, they take that very uh, point that Ahmad did not use, and then they use it against us. Mm. Can't you see how great Jesus is? He, he, they use it against the Muslims now. The, the Muslims, that, you know, the layperson who's, who's not so familiar with the deen. So they said, can't you see how great Nabi Isa is? You know, Nabi Isa is mentioned 25 times more in your book then your prophet huh can't you see and um, to refute that it's simple you know number one mentioning of a person's name more than the other does it really indicate you know what you're claiming and the other thing is when we come to the personality Nabi Musa if, if you should know the Quran then you will know that Nabi Musa is mentioned more than a hundred times mm. in the Quran so does that make Musa better than Jesus, so this is not truly a point. All Ahmadidat was trying to do was to indicate, you know, the relevance of Nabi Isa in the Muslim's life. Mm-hmm. So, again, Nabi Musa being mentioned in the Quran in various places, you will find his story. There's a particular. Um, incident that happened in the time of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu where a Jew came to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu after being smacked by a Sahabi. So he comes and he complains to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu this is truly interesting because you know if 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 I'm smacked by someone, you know, then I would go to my people. You know, let's take revenge on this people. But this Jew, instead of going to his people he goes to Nabi Muhammad wasalam, knowing obviously that Nabi Muhammad would deal justly. This is the only reason why he's going to Nabi Muhammad wasalam, because he's, he has seen the characteristic of Nabi Muhammad so now he goes to Nabi Muhammad wasalam, and he says to Nabi "O oh Muhammad wasalam, one of your companions smacked me smacked you? Yes smacked me. And then Nabi ﷺ says, who is this person? And he points in direction and says, okay, one of the Sahaba, go fetch this guy, let's, let's speak to the Sahabi. And then the, the Sahabi comes and he says to Nabi, Nabi Muhammad ﷺ, did you smack this guy? Did you smack him? And he says, yes. Why? So Nabi, the Sahabi says to Nabi Muhammad ﷺ, that, O oh, Nabi of Allah, we were in the market and I found him in the market saying that nabi musa is better than everyone and so i asked him even muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam so he said yes and so i smacked him when he said yes so nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam said oh, you know what why did you do that you know and then nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam went on explaining that do not do this you know one better than the other of the nabis you know this this, this you know leave that you know, as to appeal to this person's senses also, and to his desires as well, to this Jew, do not do. You know, do not create this ikhtilaf between the 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 the, the differences between the Nabi's. And then, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu mentioned something very interesting. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says that everyone on the day of Qiyamah, everyone there will be a point when everyone will be, you know, fainting, and everyone will be out. Then, the very first person to come by, you know, to his senses, Nabi says that he will be the person that will be the first, according to what he sees now and I realize that he will be the first person who comes by and to, you know, gains his, his consciousness. But then at that time, you will see Nabi Musa clinging to the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then he says, he won't even know whether this was long, how long Nabi Musa was sitting in this position for, you know, indicating, you know, also that you know Nabi Musa has some status in the sight of Allah. So, um, sheikh, we
0: are we well, Yeah,
1: just to just to get back to the to the to the Hadith, um, the Prophet said, "The people will become unconscious on the day of Qiyamah, and will be the and I will be the first to gain consciousness." And behold, I will find Musa clinging to one of the pillars of the throne. Then I will not know whether he regained consciousness before me, or he has been exempted because of his unconsciousness at the mountain of Tur at Sinai, which he received. Mm -hmm. So Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is pointing out to a reference when uh, on, uh, there was at one point when Nabi Musa asked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if he can see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told him, Ya Musa, tarani Oh Musa, you won't be able to see me. And then a drop of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's nur was, you know, uh, set on the mountain, mountain burst, and Nabi Musa fell unconscious. So Nabi is saying, On the day of Qiyamah, Musa will be sitting there holding on to the throne, and I won't know whether he. Was unconscious, or was he exempted from this unconsciousness because of what happened to him at Mount Sinai? So, Nabi Musa in the sight of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. In fact, there's five rusuls five messengers that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, you know, holds very dear. The first being Nabi Nuh or at least part of the five. Nabi Nuh, Number two, Nabi Ibrahim alayhi salam. Number three, Nabi Musa alayhi salam. Number four, Nabi uh, Isa and last but not least, Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. You know, they are the Ulul Azam min Ar-Rusul. So they are very dear to Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. So get back to uh, Surah Taha. So Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says in the Quran, just another verse, Uh, we'll skip a few verses and we go to a verse, that interests me. So in one point Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, I mentioned that this surah was a Makkiya surah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, ar Rahmanu ala al-Arsh istawa, that the Rahman on the throne is positioned. So this word Ar-Rahman, this word Ar-Rahman, to the kuffar, they didn't know what this word meant because they would come to Nabi Muhammad and they would ask Nabi Muhammad, You know, this, this, ooh, who is this Rahman that you're talking about? Ooh, who is he? Ooh, explain to us who's this Rahman. So, in return, also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also sent down even Surah Ar Rahman, and Surah Ar Rahman also is like an explanation to who Ar Rahman is and we'll find today that people when they do their translations nowadays they would they would explain um, when they when they do the bismillahir rahmani rahim the tasmiya they would say bismillahir rahmani rahim in the name of allah ar-rahman the entirely merciful ar-rahim the especially merciful and there's a reason why they're doing that because some of the mufassirun like in 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 tafasir sabuni the the author Sabuni, he mentions the difference between the word Rahman and the word Rahim, and he says that the word Rahman, Subhanallah, the word Rahman to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, or rather, means is, is 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 such a high level of Rahma that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala encompasses all of His creation, like Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is uh, he shows His Rahma. To the believers and he shows his Rahmah to the disbelievers. He shows his Rahma to the uh, insan to mankind and he shows his he shows his Rahma to the animals. He shows his rahmah to the angels and everything. And this is why this name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so unique that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows his Rahmah to everyone in anything, even the disbelievers even if you don't deserve Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's rahmah, Allah subhanahu wa this rahmah. So this is the title of Ar-Rahman. That when we say Ar-Rahman, rahim this is slightly different to what Ar-Rahim means. And this is why... The learned people, they say that of all the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, all the names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, in Surah Ta'a also, Allah la ilaha illahu, lahul asma'ul husna, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has various names. So some of the names, there is no problem if you use the name also of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Kareem, Shaheed, um, Rashid, etc. You know, there are certain names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you use His name, that name also has a name, no problem. But there's a few names of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, that they say, they caution you about, that it's it's forbidden for you to use that name. And one of those names is the name Ar-Rahman. It's not allowed for any person to have a name as Ar-Rahman. So this is a very, very beautiful name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and it encompasses almost everything, you know, when it comes to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's rahmah. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala carries on and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explains وَمَا wa thara wa in wa لا إِلَهَ, إلا, لا إله إلا هو, له الأسماء الحسن. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts with the story of Nabi Musa. Musa? So this surah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the presentation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when it comes to storytelling, taslimah. You know, there's a lot of things that we can learn about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when we read the Qur'an. You know, I think that the Qur'an is something to present or something to give to everyone. It doesn't matter what kind of occupation you have, what background you have, the Qur'an is something for you. You immediately totally you come to the Quran and you will find that the Quran will att- will attract your attention. You in mathematics, you logical person, you in you in justice system, you you name it. As a teacher, whatever find whatever walk of life you come from,
0: or wherever you are, if something's happening in your life, ever. it's
1: exactly mm. Allah Subhanahu will speak to you directly. You know, and in, in, it's so interesting. That the style that Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala uses when he speaks when he introduces the story of Nabi Musa because this, this surah was given to Nabi Muhammad sallallahu because Nabi sallallahu alayhi was facing challenges with the kufar Nabi sallallahu alayhi was in this was kind of to comfort Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam so in the time of Nabi Muhammad was facing challenges with the kuffar, and here in this surah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala presents the challenge of Nabi Musa that he had with Fir'aun. Also to give Nabi Muhammad, there's a hadith where Nabi says that the, that the Fir'aun of his ummah, the Fir'aun of this ummah of Nabi Muhammad is Abu Jahl. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving Nabi Muhammad Wasallam to show Nabi Muhammad Wasallam. look at the Fir'aun that Nabi Musa had to face. Almost like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is comparing Nabi Musa Salam in the life of Musa Salam with Fir'aun to the struggles that Nabi Muhammad Wasallam is encountering with Abu Jahl. Because Abu Jahl was a baykhurat so union for for you know I, I was a of nabi muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam so sallallahu alaihi wasallam called him the pharaoh of this ummah so this surah is kind of to comfort nabi muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam with his struggles. so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says wa hal ataka hadith musa didn't the story of musa reach you o oh muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam now the interesting part, the the, the scholars of tafsir, they say Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses the word hadith. Wa al attaqah hadith. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala don't say Wa ataka kissa Musa. Didn't the story of Musa reach you? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses the word hadith. And they give various explanations. They say the word hadith means new. So perhaps this story was Absolutely new, brand new to Nabi Muhammad Maybe you never heard of, of uh, uh, the story of Nabi Musa. Or they say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was basically saying to Nabi Muhammad Oh Muhammad, maybe you've heard of Nabi Musa, but let me renew the story of Musa to you. Or they say that it was like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala maybe had some, maybe you heard something about Musa, but let me give you a new angle of the story of Musa. Let me give you some new uh, lessons from the story of Musa. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, ataka hadith Musa. You know, Taslimah, when I come to you and I tell you Taslima, you'd say, You know, I start with a question, not Maybe you didn't hear, but I'm starting with a question just to draw your attention. I have something to tell you. Listen up attentively. You know, and this is exactly the way that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala starts the story. While Ataka Hadith Musa, did the story of Musa reach you? You know, did you hear about the story of Musa? You know, and then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, You know, Subhanallah. The story of Musa, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts at the point where the life of of Nabi Musa, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts at the point where Nabi Musa is travelling somewhere, and he's with his wife, you know. And if you watch the movies, you know, or you've, you've watched a film or a cartoon or anything, you know, they, they, they start somewhere, like where the action begins, and then... As they carry on with the action, then they stop immediately and they kind of rewind. You know, pick up the Quran, go to the 20th surah of the Quran, and just start reading where these people, they got this idea. How Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses this method. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts the story of Musa when he's big. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala carries on to a certain point. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rewinds the story of Musa right from the beginning when he was a baby. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala starts uh, narrating a few points of his life. You know, and this is so interesting when you look at the style of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala narrating a story. You know, people, you know, wins movies or they, you know, what is this? Oscars. Mm. Because of just the way they narrate a certain film. Look at the style of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is why I'm saying, even if you're in filmmaking, even if you're a radio presenter, even if you, whatever you can think of, a poet. I told my, my afternoon madrasa once, you know, Eminem. And this is all making sense. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is using the style. You know? So anyone who's, everyone, you know, they can come to the Quran and they can benefit from the Quran So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, when he saw a fire, you know, so there's two parts here in this ayat that we, 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 we're going into right now is the part where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is narrating what happened and then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala switches further on allah subhanahu wa ta'ala switches to the part where nabi musa is speaking allah is narrating what nabi musa said so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to nabi muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam idra'anaron do you remember it's like this word ith is like allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam can you try to imagine can you try to visualize when nabi musa saw this fire So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is indicating You know there's people That says that it isn't clear in the Quran That whether Nabi Muhammad uh, Whether Nabi Musa alayhi salam He actually saw the fire Or was it just something that he imagined You know that he saw the fire And there's a reason why they say that It's because of the wording that Musa uses In this ayat But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala here in this verse In the beginning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says He saw the fire he saw not the fire, he saw a fire. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِذْ رَأَى نارن. He when remember when he saw a fire. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, He said, Musa said, فَقَالَ لِأَهْلِهِمْ كُثُوُ And then he tells his people, you know his family, stay here. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, he saw the fire. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, You know, when he told his family, Stay here, umkuthuhuna. You know, stay here. Indeed, I, anastunara. Now the word. The has just indicated that there's only a few seconds left, you know. Of the, you know. So I wouldn't want to go into the uh, translation of it yet.
0: Molina, to continue, you're about to give us the meaning. So I don't know if you'd like to re- uh, repeat that verse before yes, we continue. Definitely, inshallah. Yes,
1: definitely. Yes, inshallah. Um, the Quran, you know, uh, when Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, there's especially when you know with Nabi Musa where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is various places where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is mentioning a particular story. So what we will find at times is that certain details Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives in a different surah, and then different details in a different surah, but it's concerning the same story, Mm. but just slight different details. So I will explain later why I say that inshallah. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِذْ رَأَى When Musa saw a fire, فَقَالَ لِأَهْلِهِمْ كُثُوُ And then he said to his people, his family, Inni آنَسْتُ Indeed, you know, I, I, I think I saw a fire. You know, so the words that Musa is using, and this is so beautiful about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala won't only relay the story Um, in such a way where uh, for example the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees it but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give it to you exactly at times the way the person seemed it to be and this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have said Musa said I saw the fire but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses a word anastu which also means to see but it means more like when you're not a hundred percent but you almost certain you you saw a particular thing it it for man look you know I'm 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 but you, you, you're not convinced. You know you're not a hundred percent sure. So this was exactly the same thing here. Can you imagine walking with your family alone at night? Now, when I'm talking about alone at night, I'm not talking about the way we see things, Dasleema. Mm. You know, when we walk alone at night, we still have street lights, etc. When you walk alone at night and there's no street lights, there's nothing that you're seeing. It's absolutely dark. You know, so when it's so dark that you can't see anything, Musa saw something and then he tells his family, no, oh, no, no, wait, 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 I see something. You know, he's not 100% sure whether he saw this fire. But he you know, he's, he's convinced, you know, to him he's, himself. He's like, you know, I'm pretty sure that I saw something. You stay here while I go to you know on top of the mountain and see if there is a fire. So he says to his family, Stay here in and this is why he puts the emphasis, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts the emphasis that Musa was pretty sure that he saw a fire. In the ulama they say that this was Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's invitation only to Musa, and this is why he's using this word. Also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is using this word that you know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave this only for Musa to see, no one else saw this fire. You know, only Musa saw this fire because only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted Musa alone to come. So, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Inni anastunara, he saw a fire when I, or Musa says, Inni, Indeed, I. I see a fire. لَعَلِّ آتِيكُم مِّنْهَا بِقَبَسٍ Perhaps, you know, I can bring from it, you know, some light fire. Now what is interesting here is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses the word قَبَس in this in this uh, surah. But in surah, uh, I think it's uh, surah qasas, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses additional word. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says بِشِهَابٍ قَبَسٍ you know, with a blazing fire. Then in Surah namu Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, min مِنَ nar Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you know, with a, with a coal of fire. You know, and this is what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does beautifully. You know, in, in, in various places in the Qur'an, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has this particular method where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you know, He would mention certain things at certain places in the Qur'an. Does it contradict that Nabi Musa, you know, he said that he you know he wanted a blazing fire or he said that he wanted fire, you know, like a torch, or he wanted a coal. It doesn't contradict Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is it it can, it can also indicate the way that Musa maybe spoke to his family. That Musa maybe said to them You know, uh, a fee of a cool or something, you know, maybe made various suggestions instead of only just this one. So this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in different places in the Quran, Allah mentions different things.
0: And we're in the company of Mawlana Muhammad Ismail Taufi who's, be- who's been giving us a beautiful insight into Surat Taha So where did we stop at Mawlana?
1: Yes, we are busy with Musa uh, You know, when he was walking late at night with his family mm. So just to uh, get back into the story um, You know, the, the, some of the, the, the Mufassirun They say that Nabi Musa you know, he was traveling with his family um, late at night, and he got lost a little. You know, and this is why this this uh, this fire was so important for Musa. You know, when he saw this fire, you know, because why would someone run after a fire? I'm seeing a fire, so I'm going to the fire. You know, and some even say that it was cold at that night. Some even say that his wife was pregnant. You know, so... there there was there was truly a reason for Musa in why he wanted to go to this fire in subhanallah this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's way in in, when when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants something for someone Allah makes a way for that person to get what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants him to get so it doesn't matter where you are in your life that you know you might be encountering some struggles etc whatever but allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a definite cause for you in life and we can take it from this that when allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants something to happen for you it will happen you know qaddar allah allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will decree it for you and allah has decreed it for you you know so this is exactly the case with nabi musa he was lost and then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know gave him the sign like the ulama says that it was only visible to musa you know but it was also truly a fire so musa says to his family ati minhā perhaps i can bring some light from this uh, place where i see the fire and the word qabasin like we were saying is to to where a person actually brings some some portion of the fire, and then in a different place in the Quran, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, I think it's Surah Qasas, where Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Bi kabasim," Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "With with a blazing fire." You know, he says to his family, that I will bring a blazing fire. And then another place, he says, minal minal nar. with مِنَ with You know, something, a piece, a small piece like, like a coal, a piece of coal, at least something to spark a fire for us. You know, so, Perhaps this could be, you know, various angles that they, you know, that Musa was, you know, speaking to his family. Because when you speak, you know, you start, you know, He you know, may be making suggestions of what he can bring. And he also says to his family, oh, Or maybe I will find some guidance. The guidance that he was referring to wasn't the guidance that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was in what that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala planned for him, the guidance that he was referring to was guidance, as in you know, finding my way. I'm a bit lost here, because wherever there's a fire, there must be someone who's sitting there, you know, or people who's sitting there. Perhaps there's people that will guide us and give us our way back. So he's telling his fa- he's telling his family, you know. um La Atikum minha أَجِدُ عَلَى النَّارِ Nari يَا Ataha And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَلَمَّا This is also an indication that it was truly a fire that you know that he saw. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Falamma and when Ataha he approached it or when he came to it. You know, when he approached it, that it referring to the fire. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَتَاهَا um, مُوسَىٰ It comes in a riwayat of, uh, in the musnat of Imam Ahmad, that uh, they, they, they give a description of the fire. You know how beautiful the fire was that Musa saw. And they say that it was kind of mesmerizing to Musa. That Musa when he saw the fire, it was mesmerizing and he could only just stay at this fire. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, And when he came to it, meaning the fire, Nudia Ya Musa. He was called out to, O Musa. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, you know, beautifully, subhanallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, say, is not saying that Musa, he heard the fire speaking. No, 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 no. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, knew, ya Musa. It was called out to him, O oh Musa. You know, so part of the narration of Ahmad ibn Hanbal is that Musa, it, you know, it comes in the description that Musa alayhi salam, when when he explains that where he you know he hears this voice from, is not in, that he heard it from the fire, but it is said that he you know the voice came from all directions you know from the left to the right on top everywhere wherever you know surrounding him he hears this voice, O oh Musa, you know and we can only imagine how scary a sight this would be, you know for a person you alone in this darkness with your family, here you meet a fire, and there's no one sitting by this fire, is this the fire burning? And then all of a sudden, you hear someone calling out to you. Someone calling out to you, not only calling out to you, this person or being that's calling out to you, knows your name. And he says, you know, Oh, Taslima. You know, it, it will be a great shock. Here on a mountain where there's no one that's supposed to know you, here is this person or this being calling out your name. You know, you can just imagine the state of mind that Musa must have been in.
0: Subhanallah. Oh, then it seems like we've run out of time. It's like we could get lost into just listening for hours and hours, mashallah, because indeed, as you said earlier on, the Quran speaks to all of us. Yes. But it's absolutely wonderful to be in your company and for you uh, sharing all of your wisdoms, of course, we need to say shukran.
1: Yes. Um, Just a quick reminder again, inshallah, my free Quran net. You know. Yes, so you can get your
0: free copy of the Holy Quran by going to
1: my free Quran.net.
0: Myfreequran.dotnet. You know, and there's a selection you, between nine different um, Qurans as well, and it gets posted to to you. I told you, yes, yes, I'm yes, listening.